Well, hey there, busy friend. It's your girl, Steph, here. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for being here. Thank you for taking a couple moments, breaking away from the craziness of your day, just for us to be able to lean in and spend these next couple moments encouraging one another. I know it's not always easy, especially now where we feel like we're having to juggle and do all the things. There's there's a different kind of rhythm of rush and there's a lot of different things, maybe people tugging at your attention today. But I just want you to know that I'm glad you're here. So whether you're listening, driving in the car, you're at home doing laundry, or maybe you are that fellow mom that right now is hiding in the bathroom, hoping your kids don't find you. Over these next couple moments together, I just want to give you the space to be uplifted, encouraged, um, maybe to have some of that noise that's surrounding you right now, just get silence for a little bit and to give you space to breathe. So you ready? Let's dive into this week's episode of Between the Busy. So in our last episode, we asked the question, how willing are you to learn? And just in case you missed it, I'm going to give you a quick recap because today we're going to keep the conversation going. We talked about how in the busyness and craziness of life, we are, we are not immune to running into the storms of life. We are going to have those unexpected challenges and those obstacles and those difficult situations that we're going to have to face. But how do we overcome the fear whether it's the fear of failure or the fear of rejection and just keep our confidence up as we try navigating through those seasons. And what we talked about was it starts with getting uncomfortable and doing something different and learning something new, just being willing to have an open mind and grow through that journey. So where we're picking up today is the second half of that conversation, because I don't know about you, I'm willing to learn, but I don't like feeling like I'm walking through those storms or those challenges or difficult seasons by myself. Not only is it incredibly lonely, but look, we can only fail forward so many times before we need someone who's going to be there to pick us up and help dust us off. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today's episode is talking about how massively important it is for you and I to have mentors. And I'm going to share with you five things for you to consider when choosing the right mentor, because here's what I believe from my own personal experience. And then what I get to do every day as a coach myself is I believe everyone needs a mentor. Everyone can benefit from this coach, from this positive influence, this guide, a sounding board, this cheerleader in your corner. And listen, especially if you were an athlete growing up, you know this. A coach is going to wear a lot of different hats and hear me, not all are going to be great and not all are going to be the right fit for you, depending on the season that you're in right now or the skill set that you need to learn. But when you do find one that is the right fit for you, listen, here's what I need you to do. I need you to grab them tight, hold on with both hands and never, ever, ever let them quit you. And that's been that's been my strategy for the past couple years because if there's anything that i can tell you it's this we've said it so many times here on this podcast we're busy we are so crazy busy not only do i want to learn from someone who is multiple steps ahead of me but i want them 
to pour into me. Help me overcome that learning curve much faster. Help me to navigate the potholes and the potential roadblocks so that way I don't get beaten up and bruised and knocked down as I probably would if I was trying to walk through it by myself. I need having that mentor, having that coach, because listen, I could read all the books and take all the classes, or I could just learn from someone who's already done that. And they can give me the Cliff's Notes version and walk me through based on what I need. And so that's what we're gonna talk about today. I'm gonna share the five things to consider when you are choosing a mentor. And as we walk through this conversation, I wanna introduce you to some of mine. Because busy friend, I believe that we should share everything that we know. And I am so blessed to have not only some amazing mentors, but an amazing community of women that pour into me and fill me up so that I can then overflow right back into you, into those I've been called to serve. So let's talk about this first. Most practically, one of the best ways when we talk about how willing are you to learn, one of the best ways for you to break into whether it's a chosen field or to learn something new, to learn a new skill, is to find someone that's gone before you and has already gained success at that same goal. And this person, this mentor, then has the ability to provide so much valuable advice and encouragement to you. But choosing a mentor isn't necessarily something difficult. It's pretty easy to do, right? You can flop around social media or in your workplace or on Google and find a multitude of coaches or mentors. But with that being said, it shouldn't also be something that you just jump into head first without doing a little homework, without taking some time to really research it. And so that's what we're going to talk about first. When you're choosing a mentor, I want to give you a few things just to consider to make sure that you are not ending up with a hot mess and learning from the wrong person, but you're actually linking arms with the right fit for you. You ready? Number one, make sure your values align with the person that you are looking to as a possible mentor. Finding someone that has the same key value system that aligns very similarly to yours is honestly, it's gonna lead to a better relationship. And I can tell you this from example, I've had mentors in the past who were massively successful and I wanted the success that they had, but their advice and their direction and their guidance, it didn't align with the things that were most important to me. And in turn, I was sacrificing my values because I was chasing after this idea of success or this goal that it didn't feel good. And, and so in order for you to, to first do this, you gotta first know what your values are. So I wanna encourage you, take some time, if you haven't done this, write your values down and seriously think about them. Like what is really important to you? Because listen, if you compromise those values, not only is that going to completely derail you, but it could really lead to a lot of unhappiness. And so it's so important to make sure that you know what those values are and what they mean to you. So let me give you an example from my personal life. I remember when I first got into entrepreneurship and I started building my business, I was learning from some really incredible mentors, some incredible people who were multiple, multiple leaps and bounds ahead of me. And they were, they were incredibly successful and I, I wanted to be successful, but then they were preaching to 
bleed from your eyes and the hustle and the grind and and I okay I, I'm because I'm a rule follower I was doing what they were saying and then I ended up sacrificing time with my family to chase after this definition of success that honestly felt really really empty so a couple questions to ask you is what are your beliefs when you think of quote unquote balancing or prioritizing is a better word your work and life are you someone that puts your family first if so then working with someone who is maybe grinding away at 70 80 hours a week they're probably not going to be the great fit as your mentor because they're not going to be able to walk you through how to break away from that and how to realign your values and your priority with your definition of success now i will tell you you will learn more from people who have values that mirror your own second thing let's talk about communication man this is the easiest thing to do but it's also the easiest thing not to do and you and i both know this there are so many people who are massively successful in their specific field but they might not be the most effective communicators and they may not be able to explain to you how they got there right it's it's like i remember sitting in college and having a handful of professors who were really great and they were genius they were just so brilliant in their skill but they couldn't articulate it well and so as a student trying to learn something brand new it they may have well have been speaking a different language like it just totally went over my head and i didn't learn anything so you want to make sure that the person that you have in mind is able to communicate in such a way that it's easy for you to understand and you can do this by simply watching how he or she interacts with other people are they able to communicate their feelings or convey ideas in a way where it's easy and it's practical right or are they able to communicate with others willingly this is really important because you know not only do you want your mentor to be able to effectively communicate with you but you also want this interaction and this relationship to help you become a better communicator so that's going to be huge number 3 is willingness in order for us as mentors as coaches as teachers in order for us to teach anything we have to first be willing to offer help so just because someone has found success doesn't mean they're readily willing to share it with you now I personally come from the school of thought you should share everything that you know and and that's what I try to do in my one-on-one coaching and mentorship and group settings and I look for mentors who aren't hoarders of information and so listen a way that you can figure this out before asking someone to mentor or coach you take a take a moment pump the brakes and get to know them a little bit first have lunch with them go grab coffee jump on a zoom call see if they are even open to talking about their successes and then maybe ask them if they've mentored anyone in the past get a feel for their personality do you feel like you can go to them and we talked about communication do you feel like you can go to them with questions or concerns where it's an open and safe place and and make sure that they're willing to share the information that you need Tip number 4, setting expectations. 
this is gonna be huge, both for you and for your relationship with your mentor. You have to make sure that you clearly define what you're looking for in that relationship. Otherwise, it's gonna be a waste of time. And friend, we don't have a whole lot of time to waste. So here's what this means. You have to first have an idea. Number one, how much time do you wanna spend with this person? And what activities do you need? What instruction, what, you know, what, what does that look like? Are you in a position or is there an opportunity to maybe shadow them and see, like if you're a hands-on learner, do you need to, to see how do they go through this process? Where do you start? Um, do you want to have time to ask them questions outside of just something that is task or skill related? Are, and these are the type of things that you need to ask about and you need to really put pen to paper and outline before you commit to a specific person. Because here's the thing, I've seen it on both sides. I've worked with mentors who, man, they expect so much out of me and it's like being back in school and it's now like that relationship is turned into a massive to-do list to where uh, it kind of, it, it loses my interest. And it's like, man, I, don't, I think you want this more for me than what I want this for me. And then I've had it on the other side where I've really, really wanted to learn and I've wanted to grow and I've wanted to just get better. And my coach or my mentor on the other side, really, they didn't have the time, nor did I think they sometimes wanted to pour back into me. And that relationship was pointless. So it's really important that you make sure that you are crystal clear about your expectations and their expectations so that you and your potential mentor are on the same page. And if you are, chances are it's going to be a good fit. Number five, which for me is huge, is personality. Believe it or not, this is definitely something to consider whenever you are choosing a mentor. And let me just tell you why. If you, for an example, are someone who is super introverted and your prospective mentor is polar opposite, there's a possibility you might find that that's uncomfortable. Or, or maybe you're looking for someone that may be a little bit more extroverted so you can maybe emulate or, or pull from some of those qualities. But it's important to understand that before you walk into it, because I mean, friend, it's probably no surprise to you. I've scared off some people because I'm just, I'm, I'm too much for some people. And listen, that probably would have bothered me a couple years ago, but I've learned that that's all right. I'm not going to be for everybody and everybody's not going to be for me. But the sooner you realize that when you're seeking out a coach or a mentor, it's just going to save you a whole lot of headache. Trust me. So it's really something important to keep in mind and, and something that you want to define for yourself before you go out and seek a mentor that maybe has the characteristics or the personality attributes that is completely not what you want. So here's what I encourage you to do. Take some time as you are mapping out what your values are, map out what your goals are and what are some qualities, what are some attributes that you look for in a mentor? And if you can do this, I will tell you most of the work is already gonna be done. So here's a question that I have for you. Have you had success with a mentor in the past? Are, are you someone who is mentoring or coaching people right now? 
And here's what I'd love for you to do. I'd love for you to share some of your advice here on this podcast. So someone who's listening to this can just have other things to keep in mind. With that being said, I want to introduce you to some of my mentors. Now, over the past six, seven, eight years, and even beyond that, like I said, going back to when I was an athlete, when I was younger, I've had a variety of different coaches and so many people that I can go back and and see were in those seasons. And for that particular moment, they served a very important purpose and they helped to mold and challenge and develop me in the areas that I needed it most. And oftentimes as adults, we forget how important that is. And I remember when I was stepping out and really wanting to learn how to build a business and really wanting to make sure that I, I operated differently and I didn't get sucked into the same mindset and mentality that had me striving and quite frankly, burned out in my corporate job. And I remember partnering with other mentors that served a purpose in a season, but then I quickly found that, again, going back to values or expectations, they just, they no longer aligned with mine. And so I found myself in a place where I was searching and all of these things that I shared with you are the same things that I had to sit down and go, what is important for me? And what am I looking for in someone that I want to learn from? And so I want to introduce you to two of my mentors, um, Michelle Myers and Summer Phoebus. They are two of the ladies with a nonprofit organization that I've been a part of for the past several years called She Works His Way. And so if you are a woman who works, if you are a Christian working woman, um, whether you work in a secular environment, whether you run your own business or whether you work at home, because mamas, we know that's a job too. (laughs) This is a sisterhood, a community of women that offers purpose and priority driven teaching and resources and business trainings that you can trust that helps you to do what matters in a get things done kind of world. And what I love so much about what they do, going back to values, my values are God first, family second, work third. And if you've been around here for a while or if you're part of my tribe, you know that wasn't always the, the pecking order of my priorities. They were actually complete opposite. And my faith was never part of the equation. But what I loved so much about this community is it helped me once I knew what my values and what my priorities were, all of their teachings stayed in step with the same values that I had. And in turn, it helped to make sure that I wasn't dishonoring or putting out of alignment those priorities just to chase after this definition of success. It actually was meaningful and in turn kept me in it longer. It's helped me to navigate through these storms and through all the sucker punches of life. And here's the other thing that I love about it is part of what this community does as a a sisterhood of She Works His Way women is equipping, encouraging, and connecting other working women who are putting Jesus first in her heart, in her home, and in her work. And everything that I have learned from Michelle and Summer and from this community, that's been the center of it. And so if you are a working woman 
who is wanting to keep God first in her life, in her home, in her work. If you have been looking for business training that you can trust and you are looking to keep the things that are most important to you as a priority, as you continue to get things done, I encourage you to check them out. You can visit them at their website, sheworkshisway.com. And if you are in Ohio, hit me up, friends. I am one of the local leaders to our Ohio region. um, And we are looking to kind of pull some local events together and just get surrounded with other Christian working women to support each other, to encourage one another, and just help you achieve your goals in any way that we can. But if you are a working woman and you are just really desiring to have that business training that you can trust um, and you want to get surrounded with other believers who, listen, we're not perfect, but we are all leaning in and we're moving in a positive direction together. And we are keeping the main thing, the main thing, the main thing. Check out She Works His Way. But I want you to really consider what is it that you're looking for in a mentor? What are What is an area of your life that you feel like you need someone to link arms with? to walk through together. And I encourage you this week, make your list and then be bold and courageous and reach out and have a conversation. Do, do, do some interviews, have some coffee, but I'm telling you, having that mentor, having a coach in your corner is so massively important. And not only just for you to get surrounded and lean in, but to also help you Just become the best, brightest, shiniest version of yourself that you can be. And to know that when those storms hit and when you're having to learn and navigate through that, you're never ever gonna be walking through it alone. Hey, busy friend, before I let you go, I had to jump in here and just say thank you. I am so incredibly grateful that you are here leaning in linking arms. And honestly, my heart is that this podcast not only helps to add value to your life, but that the words are uplifting and encouraging enough to where it meets you exactly where you are and helps to sustain you through the day, through the rest of your week. And then we come back and we get to do it all over again. But thank you so much for being here. With that being said, I want to personally invite you to become a supporter of this podcast. And this is this is so important because it actually helps to make sure that we can keep making or even leveling up the value and the content here in this podcast. And so um, just know that by becoming a supporter with a small monthly donation, it actually helps to sustain our future episodes. And so I encourage you, pray on it. And if this is something that you feel your heart is being led to do, simply go to stephcram.com, click on the tab for podcast, and there you can select a small monthly donation that will help sustain our future episodes. Again, thank you so much for being here. I love that you are part of this crazy cool tribe. And thank you so much for generously supporting this podcast and what we get to do every single week together. I love you and I appreciate you so much. Everything that we do is for you. So thank you for being my biggest cheerleader.